Well, hi there, and welcome to my podcast where I invite you to run with me after memories and shape them into stories. On this show, I'll also share samples of my writing and interesting moments from everyday life. I'm your host, Ruru Sig, and you're listening to my podcast, The Story Chaser. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is Season 2, Episode 9 of The Story Chaser. But it is actually my 20th recording. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, really. Thank you. It's, that's enough. I said that's enough. Whew. Breathe. Sorry. I have sort of a short fuse these days. Whew. I, okay. Like, for example... My brother Tom, he, he reached out the other night. He just wanted to text about a show, The Bear. We both watch it. And, uh, oh, my, I got all fired up, shooting out real witty, angry responses. And he, eventually, you know, he went back and forth a little with me. He just, he just eventually texts, hey, take it easy. Would you? I mean, I could hear him. And I, I looked at myself. I said, would you take it easy, please? So, uh, anyway, yeah, 20 episodes. Can you believe it? 20 recordings. Wowza. Um, it's a really big deal, you know? It's a lot of work to do this show. So, I, I uh, like I said, I feel very accomplished. I feel really great about that. And I wanted to share that joy with you and uh, let you know that tonight... I'm talking about fluz, and I may have talked about fluz in a previous episode. I don't know. Maybe I should sit down and listen to my own show sometime. But hey, it's worth repeating. Fluz isn't a real word, rather an acronym for a motivational chance that I say about 25 or so times every morning. It stands for faith, love, safety, success. Faith, love, safety, success. All morning long I say it because I am willing it to be in that day. My commute to my job is only about five minutes long, but I get at least 10 flizzes in during that ride. Faith, love, safety, success. I say over and over again. Let me pull it apart for you. Faith in God first, because that's most important for me. Shoot, I give God so many of my problems, and I say, hey there, could you straighten this out, please? Love, as a verb, and trying to apply it as much as possible, overshadowing any hate or resentment that I might have, try to you know, focus on the love in every moment. Safety. What is the safest choice for myself and the staff I manage at my job in every moment? Success. This one, I don't necessarily mean in terms of money, although I welcome wealth if it were to be in my future. I mean, I I invite the money. I do. It's an open invitation. You can come anytime, money. But I'm talking about success in like starting things and finishing them. 
getting through a day without losing my patience, exhaling out my frustrations instead of inhaling them in all day long. And you, loyal listeners, may borrow flus if you wish. I guarantee it will serve you well. Flus may be the reason some people don't get punched. Hmm. I'm just joking, but seriously, no. I mean, no, seriously. Another thing I want to talk about is organizing a creative living space. It's fresh in my mind because I just spent the weekend locked away in my place doing just that. My home really got away from me, guys. I mean, there's things, stuff everywhere really bumming me out. I feel like I was kind of getting, it was moving closer to me like the thing, like the blob that moves slowly, like the stuff, the clutter, the, the things that I accumulated. Uh, and it was creating a dark darkness in my emotional aura. Um, and the first thing I did was forgive myself for this. I forgive you. You did not mean it. Yaddy, yaddy. And then I sat down and I wrote a plan on a piece of paper. I walked around and executed that plan. Exactly what I wish for each area to look like and how it functioned. And then I put on some, no, lots, hours of music and I just got at it. And there were many times I wanted to quit. Ah, forget it. I said I'll stay in the mess. Messy means I'm an artist, right? I pulled out every excuse I could think of, but I wouldn't let myself off the hook. It was a success. I created the space I saw in my mind by removing things I didn't need. I hung those framed photos that I had propped up against the wall for months. And now my walls display all the people I love. I found a proper space for my record player and started listening to records instead of just piling them up in a dusty collection. I also worked out a lot of things in my mind, and it was a winner of an experience. Enough so that I chose to impose it on you in this episode. (laughs) I do have a piece of writing to share tonight. When I first read this to my boyfriend long ago, he said that it was almost more like a poem than a story. And I was like, hey, cool. I dig that. It's bare bones, rough as ever, but I'm sharing it because it's about nostalgia. And I obviously came across a lot of sentimental items when going through my home and giving it its makeover, and it got my wheels spinning to return to this piece that I wrote. It's about a park, but more so it's about choosing to go backwards and exist in, even just for a few seconds, A little bit of the good old days. The title is Walking Back. There's a park in my neighborhood established about 75 years ago. That's 75 years of cradling different generations of our neighborhood. This park is our place. There's a sidewalk that squares the perimeter with four separate walkway entrances to change path to a curvy sidewalk through the park. I walk it often. That path is lined with trees. It's more scenic and allows for me to visit different points in my childhood. The playground area is now graced in shade from tall trees, but it wasn't always that way. 
When I was a kid, the sunbeams would stream across their young top leaves, shining the way for my girlfriends and I as we let our bikes fall carelessly and run towards the half-circle jungle gym. The glimmering steel rods blazed our palms as we raced each other to the peak, where our faces could meet. It was there that we felt safe enough to release whispers of boys we liked. The boys, who were unknowingly claimed at the crest of a steel sphere, were one field away amping up their flag football game, believing that obnoxious behavior would get our attention. And it did. Our giggling would fall through the rectangular spaces between the beams as we braced our stomachs flat upon the bars with only worn-down grass so far below. My smile feels warm under the shade as I walk on to the baseball diamonds, empty during my present journey, but with the breeze and a glance, I can hear the cheering of my siblings and parents alive again, carrying through those swaying trees. I can feel ancient dirt speckle my calves rounding the bases. The softball years filled all three diamonds and families met in clusters to relish in the camaraderie of a Saturday summer afternoon. I walk on, and I eventually pass an open grassy area closest to the busy street where cars zip by and fade into white noise as the cries of joy erupt from voices pass welcoming friends arriving to the evening. Over here, they shout, from deep in my memory, waving their hands. The field was crowded with teens. Circles formed amongst us where bottles of Mad Dog 2020 passed across shared lips. Oh yeah, that's the good stuff, we said, convincing ourselves that our esophagus wasn't on fire with each sip. Looking over our shoulders, ready for the flashing lights of the fuzz, who always showed up at some point. And back then, they drove their squad cars right over that curvy sidewalk, as we scattered in every direction. It was a nightly game. An adventure, really. It was some good old-fashioned cops and robbers chasing. But the only thing we were stealing was a good time on the city's grounds. There was barely any planning. These years were long before texting or cell phones at all. We just knew together. Some walked away from rough homes while others ran away from lonely ones disguised as perfect. And a few took a break from whatever was considered a normal home. We just showed up from all angles of that park night after summer night. Hoping that night is the one when a crush would crush back. And that was the focus from the last look in the mirror before venturing out to the walk home where plotting the next attempt to get notice would be discussed amongst friends. Together, we existed in only the now for that time. We spent hours relating to one another and just being. I hold those memories cradled by the park very dear as such times were never quite that way again. We didn't know that worrying about the future would be part of growing up. We didn't even realize we were growing up. So that's the piece for tonight, uh, Walking Back. I don't know if you have a place like this in your neighborhood, but I sure am glad that I do. Well, this is as good a place as any to end this episode. 
My name is Ruru Sig, and I thank you for listening to The Story Chaser. Remember, there are stories everywhere. The key is to focus in on the little memories to find the bigger moments. My promise to you is that I'll keep chasing those stories. Be well, folks, and go ahead. Have a wonderful life.